Yes, indeed, it is Hospital Podcast, episode 364. And as you can see, there is someone standing right next to me. Degs, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Uh, yeah, very well. All the better for, for doing the podcast with you, to be honest. Try listening to my friends. They told me, bro, it ain't worth it. You know how these things turn out in the end. Now this tune's nearly all singing. But baby, I can't pretend. Hardly any gaps. It's all my fault, I'm returning. It ain't so easy just to knock it on the head. This is Pavelia. Is that right? Not 100 sure to be fair. Because just um, one time it's your tune. Thing is, it's maybe Pavelia. It could be Pavelia. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's it's definitely one of the two or maybe three. Okay, you can call it what you want, but listen to it now. Okay, it's out right now. Well, it was 8:21 on a Saturday, right? Had no plans to go out, just my suit for the night. Oh, another message came up. Hey. Andrew Deggs. Hi there. Uh, I have been given quite a lot of information about you here. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it all depends on, on the information, I guess. Um, but because just this one time you're making me unwell. I don't really want to talk over you singing because I, li- I like hearing you singing. So let's wait till we get an instrumental track and then, and then we're going to get into who you are and why you're here. Sounds good. So meanwhile, just stand there and look really embarrassed over your first single. I pull up and we ride. Even though we know it's the worst thing that we could do. But we've been lost for a while. History repeats and every time it's like we push to. Abandon your sense of balance and friends Or can you just call this love? I have got to say though, when we did hospitality at the dock, and I dropped this at the end, and you weren't expecting it, you did sing it really well. I was quite impressed. I'd appreciate it if you never did that again, because <laughs> that just came out of nowhere, and I was just like, the intro came in, and I was like, really, are you doing this to me at the dock? Yeah, biggest gig yet. Yeah. Um, just, just know that I will always do things like that. Yeah. Point, point. It's noted. It's point taken. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. Well, you, you could have sunk. You could have swum, but you did swim. You harmonised yourself beautifully. It was really nice. Thank you. Incoming is a tune called Sleepless. It's by Monty. Thank you. 
Live and direct, the hospital podcast. Technical problems repaired live. As we doing. So this is by Monty. I don't know who Monty is actually. Brand new producer to me. Do you know Monty? Never heard of him, but I'm feeling this. This is nice. Yeah. So, so Andrew, you are. And correct me if if if, if we have this information incorrect. Okay. You're, you're a pianist. You're a guitarist. You're a singer. You're a songwriter. We know that you're an MC, but pianist, guitarist. Yeah, it kind of covers quite a lot of it, I guess. Um, I started. My mum took me to piano lessons when I was quite young, at four or five. Went up to grade two and then decided that uh, it was boring. So then I stopped playing piano for a while. Picked up the guitar. Decided that was boring as well. <laughs> uh, but then uh, then later in life, just kind of came back to it and, and now pick up both of them and try and incorporate them into my music. So are you playing on your own tracks? Yeah, so, um, you know, some of the stuff that you will hear. Okay. You will hear, which yep. you haven't heard yet. Yeah. But yeah, I do. And uh, I do a lot of composition, especially with the piano, more and more with the guitar as well. But um, I'm more self-taught these days, but I like to think I'm decent-ish. It helps to have that early kind of like theoretical input. Exactly, yeah. I scraped grade one and I failed grade two piano. I'm kind of ashamed to say. Uh, luckily, my boys are doing it rather better than me. But I found it boring too. I found the scales and arpeggios boring and the sight reading boring. And some of the pieces are okay, but... I mean, I kind of regret it a little bit now. Like, I'd like to be able to be able to read music. I obviously understand, like, basic scales and um, basic notes, but, you know, I'd love to be able to read a piece of music. That would be that's been something I've always wanted to do. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? But I just don't have the patience, Tony. That's I what know. it is. I know, I know. I feel you there. Totally. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> but... We all we all know that 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 you're an you're an MC. Um, and uh, what was your what was your first gig as an MC? Tell us about. It. Can you remember? Yeah, it was a while ago now. I think it was. Well, actually, it wasn't that long ago. It was uh, 2009 uh, up at a Custer factory. Okay, in yeah. Nine years ago. Yeah. Nine years ago. Um, and basically, I turned up as a raver to a raveology event. Okay. And I did the standard thing, which a lot of MCs out there do. Which, by the way, I do not recommend because promoters <laughs> don't like this. Nor the DJs. <laughs> or anyone, to be fair. Even people in the dance, but... So you bum-rushed the mic? I bum-rushed the mic. It was in room three. Okay. The guy was yeah. on the mic and he was kind of... He, he looked quite drunk, so I thought I could help him out a little bit. Yep. So I assertively asked for the microphone and got rejected. Um, yep. You know, kind of like, at least eight times. But because I'd had a couple of brandies, I was quite persistent. And yeah, um, yeah just jumped on and got a felt. I'd, I'd kind of been writing lyrics and writing bars a little bit before that. Um, so you then, were ready, you were kind of primed. Yeah, I've, I've been waiting for the moment to steal yeah, the microphone yeah. off someone who's actually booked to play. Um, so I did and then, yeah, played and got a decent, well, I was drunk, but I, I got a decent reaction, I think, in my head. So I just decided to pursue it after that. In, in your mind. Yeah, in my mind. At least, yeah. That's still how yeah. it works, Tony. <laughs> good, 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 good. And have you got any like MCs that you're particularly inspired by? Well, the first, um, the first MCs I was kind of, well, first MC I was inspired by mainly was X-Man. Um, I remember hearing Nar Blood. He did a music video for it yep. uh, quite a while ago. Yep, yep, yep. I can't remember exactly what the year was. Yeah. And thinking, wow, I never heard such energy over drum and bass before. Um, just like the double time bars, the, the kind of, kind of like the. I don't know, not the aggressive nature of it, but just kind of the confidence and everything. I just it kind of resonated with me quite a lot, and um, you know, I started listening to a lot of his mixtapes and tape packs and stuff like that, and yeah, 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 yeah. just kind of fell in love with his style. And then a little bit later on, I started getting into the more kind of like musical side, like yep. uh, Fats, Comrade, Dynamite as nice, well, nice. Um, and they really influenced me to kind of bring more melodic stuff into into the mix, and I think it's kind of helped mold my style into what it is now. And the interesting thing is that your, like your single as an artist, is is poles apart from the whole kind of jump up world, isn't it? Yeah. 
I'm a bit weird, man. Very it's... liquid, very musical. Yeah. It's um, I don't know. Like I've I've never really had a plan when it comes to music. I've always just kind of just made whatever I feel comfortable. And I think with Paveglia or Pavelia or Pavelia, um, Pavelia, Pavelia, wherever we decide to call it in the end. Um, I just wrote that. I wrote that with with D Tune. Shouts to D Tune. Uh, who produced yeah, the single? Shouts, Dave. And that was just. We just felt like making that style of music at that time. There's other times where I like just shelling out double time bars over gritty jump up beats and other times, you know, I don't know. It just depends how I feel on the day, really. Isn't it? It's, it's, uh, it certainly does. And uh, we're not going to say too much about what your next release is, but, um, <laughs> but suffice to say, it's uh, it's got a certain freestyle element to it, hasn't it? It has indeed, but... Can't say too much, can I? No, 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 no. Watch this space. Soon come, yeah? Okay, there's been a lot of hype, a lot of noise about this album, and rightly so. It's Mephius on Vision. It's called Ring Shifter. I'm not quite sure why. I think I probably know. Something to do with the amount of bass and kind of exactly where it hits you, maybe. Little curry vibe there. According to Dexter, um, Ring Shifter is actually the Ring Modulator plugin on Logic. I wouldn't know because I'm a Cubase user. Um, what, what is your digital audio workstation of choice, Andrew? Believe it or not, I prefer to use Reason. I, I, I totally do believe it. You and Etherwood. Yeah. Yeah. I just really like the. Ever since like Reason Three or Four, I really like the workflow. I think it's so much easier than like Logic and Pro Tools and. Yeah, I don't know if it's, you have a system, if it's not broke, don't fix it, I guess. Absolutely, totally agree with that. of your favourite drum and bass tracks. Yeah. Tell us about this one. Well, this is one of the tracks that got me into, into drum and bass in the first place. Um, at this, around this time, I was more kind of into hip-hop, R&B, um, other bits and bobs. But I don't know if he remembers, Will Coleman went to my school, shouts to him. He sent me like a folder of, all, of loads of bad company tunes. Nice. And... Firstly, the f I think the f I remember the first thing I thought was just like, wow, this intro for a song is so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, really yeah. struggling to understand what the hell's going on. I was like, wait, like, is this happening? And then obviously when it drops, so it was kind of like it almost instantly made sense to me. It was weird. And um, <clears throat> I just like, I fell in love with like the gritty, the dark vibes behind it. And and uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Bad Company. So, so, so shouts to them, man. And, and I hear they're coming back. So um, I look forward to hearing what they've got. Uh, this, this is on. Uh, it's on the their, their label BC Recordings, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's that simple. Absolute classic drum and bass. Those ride symbols, man. 
Now the whole composition of their music is amazing, man, it really is. People don't make rides like that anymore. So Andy, you also make, make music with your brother. Yeah, man, my little brother, Matt. Shouts to Cappuccino Don. We've got a hip-hop and R&B project called Kikuyu Soul. Wicked. And you've actually got, you've got an album out now, haven't you? Yeah, so we had a, we've got an album out, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, which came out, uh, I'm going to get it wrong now, aren't I? Sorry, Matt, if I get it wrong. It's June the 30th last year. It's either that or July the 30th last yes. year. Kikuyu Soul. Kikuyu yeah. Soul. Cool. Uh, yeah, and um, it's 17 tracks. It's free, so if you want, ever want to check out, it's kind of got hip-hop, R&B, few island vibes, like Afrobeats kind of stuff. Like. It, is, it is lovely. I do recommend it. Thank you. Appreciate it. And, and is, your, is your bro kind of similar to you? Does he play a bit of guitar and piano? And... Yeah, he went through exactly the same process. Uh, started piano, gave up. Respect to your mum. Yeah, exactly. Got, got to say. Yeah, she, she did a good job of creating boys that don't follow through with anything. <laughs> At least we're running. Don't say that. <laughs> Love you, Mum. <laughs> don't, don't worry. He's, he's in safe hands, and we're going to make sure that he follows through with his career here. No problem at all. I trust you guys, man. We are quite hard taskmasters, but we're fair, I like to think. No, 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 but... So, so you're, is your brother making music as well professionally? Is he? Does he get involved in what you're doing? Do you kind of like work as a team or? Well, yeah, do you me speak and... to each other. Do you just fight? Uh, <laughs> we're very lucky. We've got a good relationship, me and my little brother. That's nice. Um, you know, we're quite close in age as well. We're only about 20, 22 months apart or okay, something like that. Okay. So we're quite similar in terms of like our musical influences and like the way that we see life. He's a very smart kid. He's got a master's in chemistry, so he. he Exactly. Easy. I know you're going to think less of me now because I, I ain't got them kind of brains. Is he is, is he kind of breaking bad kind of chemist or? Is yeah, he, yeah is I he, mean, is the, he... the potential's there. You know, <laughs> the potential's there. I, I have said the, okay, okay. the monetary value of cooking up such things um, far exceeds working for the government. I say works okay. Oh, it works for the government. Okay. Shady, shady chemist working with the government, eh? He could yeah. be. I yeah. can't okay. say too much. Okay. It's, it's okay. a hospital podcast. You know Weaponisation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. We've yeah. already said too much time, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say he spends his spare time making slime, like like my children. You know slime? Yeah, slime. Everyone yeah. makes slime. Everyone makes slime. You know? yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. Slime's big. Huge. Yeah. Massive. Absolutely huge. Yeah. flanged bit on the bass, isn't it? It's that... That bit. And it changes. Let's tool producers make things change. Make them tell a story. Don't keep them the same just because they're good. They might be good for 16 bars, but they won't be good for six minutes. So, take it on a journey. Coming on unit. Ulysses. Nice is another choice of yours. Love the hard time vibes, man. Underrated tune as well, man, I think. Thank you. 
So question for you, are you coming to hospitality on the beach? I am indeed, yeah. Am I invited? It's up to you, Brian. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah? I reckon. Because I, re- I can take the time off work. I reckon we've, we've got we've got room. you got room? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm... There's like, room I'm, on the beach. There's room on the beach. I've got really skinny legs, so I'm not going to take up that That's much cool. can, can space. You sw- can you swim? Um, without meaning to fit the stereotype, uh, not that well. Okay, that's that's fine. But you have like hospital inflatables and stuff, don't you? I, th- I think I think we're we're actually working on a rubber ring, which which okay. we, we, which we hope to have available a lot to, of, to lot people attending the beach. Yes, there's a lot of rings in this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there are so far. Okay, yeah, we're at two different types of ring. <laughs> See if we can get in a couple more before the end. <laughs> by Om Unit, really good example of a tune that he's, it's a nice, nice journey. It doesn't have to have a breakdown in the middle. You don't have to do that thing with breakdowns. Just does its thing. Takes you with it. Incoming new music on Critical. Tune called Make Me Feel. It's by Hieroglyphics and Signal. Shout out to, to the, the British weather at the moment. It's absolutely outstanding. And we don't often get the chance to say that. It's been amazing. Like, um, I've never sweated so much in my life. It's incredible. In your life? Are you serious? It's a slight exaggeration, Tony, you know what I mean? But... <laughs> <laughs> that was a complete and utter exaggeration. It's actually, today is a really comfortable 19 degrees. On, on the 18th of May. No matter what your phone says on the 18th of May, it's 19 degrees here in Forest Hill. Wonderful. That's going to be great. Which is which is nice. The sun's out. You know, it's, it's not too hot. Little nice little breeze. I say like kind of 19 to 22 is the optimal range for yeah. us Brits. I agree. I agree. Yeah. With a slight breeze, of course. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like last weekend, the bank holiday weekend, I was in my car and it reached about 28 degrees. Quite intense. But I like it, you know. I love to sweat. I love to kind of. I love to get moist. I like to get moisture under my rings. 
Is this is this a PG show? Or? I'm just. Like, I'm just. I'm just. We asking. were just trying to get rings in the show again, and I, I was just saying I like to get sweaty under my ring. Yeah. Does that? It's all right. I've got one one on that finger, one on that finger. Does it kind of go up and down when when you get the moisture in under, yeah, underneath you? Yeah. I, I actually Does can't, it go up and down? I, look, look. It's like, I actually got my ring. Oh, off so it there is like in and out. I'm quite I'm quite sweaty. Right. So I can get my finger in and out of my ring when I'm when I'm sweaty. Okay. Wicked. But if I'm not sweating, I can't. I see what you mean. It's just moisture, man. Like it's just it's lubrication, isn't it? Yeah, lubrication. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I like being moist. What? Yeah. I like going into places that are moist. Like what clubs? Any, any particular I mean, kind of um, clubs? Clubs are one of the things that. Have, have you got any moist clubs experience that that, that, you, that you'd like to talk about? Like, as in the moist, the moistest club? Yeah, the moistest the mo- club. The moistest club. Um, the moistest club I've ever been down to, in all seriousness, is the Volks in Brighton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's... It's quite incredible. So like, I played there just over on the weekend. Flavors events. Uh, shouts to Ben Leonard at Flavors. Wicked, wicked, um, wicked. It's a bank holiday thing. It was obviously been quite warm. I walked in there and the first thing I thought is that it's quite that sort of soft and moist. Yeah. Yeah. The, the vibes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. H- have you have you ever played in the Thecla in Bristol? I haven't, no. Okay. That's an amazing club. It's a boat on the river in Bristol and when it's packed, it's beyond moist. It is raining sweat. Like literally, it's dripping off the ceiling. You get drenched. It's quite something. We all love water sports, so it's all good. Okay, so from rings to water sports, we're now moving on to uh, new music by Spy. Huge tune, this is called Frequency. And if you're coming to the beach, then basically what we're going to be doing is a lot of snorkeling. We're going to be doing, I'm going to be doing some scuba diving. Anyway, check this out. You know, there is no holding Carlos Lima down. Spy. You cannot hold that guy down. In the studio, he is just completely irrepressible. Every tune he makes is a bang-off. It's absolutely amazing. I don't know how he does it. tell you that the the med school crew were making some some kind of hand gestures and sign language at us just now um they were first of all they were kind of going like talk and then they said no don't so so i'm not going to tell you what they were at first telling me to say i'm not allowed to say so i'm not going to say it might have something to do with this record or it might not love about Carlos, one of the many things I love about Carlos is that he can produce tunes this good and he has just as much self-doubt as the rest of us. How? Which when you hear something like this, you just think, well, how can you possibly have any self-doubt about anything you do? But he, you know, obviously he's an artist. Keep this frequency clear. 
We're all a bit flawed, aren't we? Yeah, I, I agree. Actually, we're all we're all deeply flawed, which is why we're making drum and bass in the first place. I hold that as, as a kind of rule, really. And that's a bit, of a bit of a recurring theme. It's like, why else would you sit in a room cutting up beats rather than going out and playing with your mates? Unless there's some, some kind of flaw in your personality, you know? It's very philosophical, actually. But it's kind of true, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You look at it from one angle, it's a sad thing to do. Everyone else is out having fun and you're on your own in a cupboard, kind of like with in a computer. Hot, in a hot, moist studio, yeah. it up, amen breaks. Yeah, that's right. Okay, the third choice from you. Now this is an absolute classic. Can't deny it. Yeah, this tune is definitely one of my favourite DMB tunes of all time. I don't even need to say too much about it. Everyone just recognises the intro simp straight away. And yeah, D-Bridge and Vegas as well. Am I right in saying there's Vegas on this as well? I believe so. But yeah, this is absolutely classic. It's funny, I remember when this came out and I love listening to it, but for some reason, it's occasionally you get those tunes. When, when you were playing on vinyl, sometimes you'd get a tune that was really difficult to mix. And I found this tune, I don't know why, really, really hard to mix. I mean, there's no reason that I listen to it now. It, it's, got beat, yeah. it's got beats at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know why it was hard for me to mix it, but it was hard for me to mix it. So this is like a set opener for you? Yeah, definitely. That's it, or, or, or a kind of like, you know, last tune. might just be the key structure or something, I don't know, but it's frustrating when, when you get that as a DJ. Okay, so we've, we've just, just identified the two reasons why it was quite hard to play on vinyl. Uh, the break isn't strictly quantized on the intro, and then it changes key when it drops, which to someone a bit OCD like me, uh, was kind of a bit of an issue. But you know, limitations breed something. I don't know what. Some, some kind of like ring of inspiration or something. Some moist ring of inspiration. Hot, moist ring, soft. So, back to the script. Right, the script. Let's go. Um, have we covered all that? I think we've covered absolutely everything that was on the script, so it's time to go off the script. Isn't that what we've been doing anyway? <laughs> yeah, to, 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 to a slight degree. had it on the playlist actually but we haven't for some reason but um i think you are partly responsible for the explosion of unglued if we ever bootleg in as much as the first time it got played in public was was at undivide on new year's day at printworks and it was our, was our first set together wasn't it that was our second, our second set, second set oh yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. did that one in bristol yeah yeah, yeah. that's right and that clip, and that clip just went viral, didn't it? Yeah, shouts to George Hickey, by the way, pal of mine, he took that clip. Um, he just sent it to me, we put it on Facebook, and all of a sudden it was everywhere. Um, yeah. All sorts of people were sharing it, but uh, it deserves, that clip definitely deserved the traction it got, because it's a huge, huge bootleg. Shout to Unglued for yeah. doing that all, all off his own bat, and shout to High Contrast for supporting it as well, and... Uh, Shout out to everyone who wants to get a copy of it, but um, 
but we're not releasing it. Never. Is, isn't there an expression, never say, never again? No. Oh, no, that was James Bond film. Never heard of that. Not one of the best ones. In fact, probably the worst. Recordings, shout to Steve BC. This is Lost Origins, featuring Becca Jane Gray on vocals. Tune is Maca and Los Contreras. So, so Dex, I discovered you when Chris Blue Martin, who normally sits over there. Because, yeah, I'm sorry, people, this is the hospital office, okay? We're not in an exotic location. This this is actually... Should you be telling people that? My, that's my desk there. <laughs> Just off camera. <laughs> and uh, that's the filing cabinet of death. Um, so, yeah, Chris Blue Martin said, um, Tony, have a look at this Facebook page. And it was your Facebook. And, and it was you spraying out. It was you kind of like just freestyling over other people's tunes. Yeah. And um, completely and utterly blew me away. Thank you, man. Appreciate so, that. luckily, it was last summer and almost everyone was on holiday. And it was one of those rare moments where I didn't have to kind of like run it by anyone. And I just kind of like signed you. <laughs> Much to about half the office's I mean, absolute <laughs> annoyance, and, and they're still angry with me, even after, Sorry, guys. Even after they've met you. Um, so please, please prove me right. I'm trying my best, man. We'll see. We'll see. I'll put myself on the line for you. Sometimes in this job you get a gut feeling and you have to run with it. Like Brian Epstein didn't sign the Beatles and he forever regretted it. I didn't want to be that guy. Well, no pressure. I was going to say, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Apart from thanks. 
And I'll try and not let you down, well, the team. Thank me now. Andrew Deggs, well, what is there to say about this tune? I swear I've been picking tunes that you don't. What does it mean to you, this tune? I mean, it just, it mostly means just, I mean, I love the, I love the title, tra- the, like, the title of the track. I love, like, the memories I have of this track are just being at open air festivals and hearing this blasted out in front of 3,000, 4,000 people. And it's just like the sense of togetherness is just amazing, man. Uh, and it's just the way this whole track is composed from a, Nice long intro, the vocal samples to the drop, the synths, amazing, it's incredible. So shouts to Logistics, man. Yeah, Logistics together. his big brother Dan Newtone brought a CDR into our old office in 2004 and I think this was track 10 on on the CDR since that day I've probably listened to this tune more than any other tune on our catalogue including anything that I've made and it's still growing it still grows on me it's incredible how it doesn't lose its effect it's amazing isn't it it's what 14 years old now yeah yeah it is It's like half my age, man. It's crazy. Selection, sir. Why did you choose this one? Do you know what? Because the first time I ever heard this, I think, was up in Birmingham again, and I've never heard a tune that kills the dance like this, makes people just go absolutely nuts. It's mad. And tell us what it is. Tell us who it's by. That's Ed Rush, Optical and Fierce. And the best thing about this tune is the snare. 
yeah, it's a real hurter. It just cuts me really deeply. I don't know what it is, man. It's emotional. And I do think it was making this tune that actually gave them hearing problems in the studio. That's what's For a little while, they had to kind of like reassess how they were kind of working in the studio. <laughs> Massive shout out to the virus crew, to Ed Rush and Obstacle. Some rides for you there, Tony. And Fierce. Kind of, it's what I call a table mountain tune because you've like you built your setup and you've done the build up, you've done the build up and you've done the climb, and you're kind of like right at the top, and then you're just like you're keeping yourself at the top at the peak. You don't want to go down again. You want to keep it going. This is one of those tunes. You're gliding, man. Yeah. First release on hospital, actually. This it was. was. Yep. Half time business by Logistics. Amazing album. I still can't believe I'm featured on the Logistics track. To be honest with you, it's crazy, man. From the album Hologram, this is Safe in Your Arms, featuring Degs. Now, did you write it like this, or did you actually write a kind of like. A kind of vocal that made sense, and then he just chopped it up. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Logistics. Shout out to Matt for that. For chopping Degs uh, up. We had like an idea of what we wanted to do, and he'd already been playing this tune out a little bit, um, just the instrumental, and then he kind of sent it to me and said, we've got like this blueprint, so I kind of worked to the blueprint as much as I could, and then he just chopped it up. I completely changed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds like Matt. But no, I mean, to be honest with you, this, this version is a lot better than what I sent him. Um, yeah, he's done a really good job with processing the vocals and making it all sit nice. And yeah, I really like it. First half-time thing I've ever been involved in, so all good fun. Wicked.
have recently signed another vocal artist to Hospital Records as well. Goes by the name of Inja. And uh, Inja's finished his debut album. So uh, I think I'm going to play something from that. And it's a cut called War Games. Yeah. That's the fact we never want to face. I know you fear it. That's the fact we never... This world's a war game and I'm engaged in catastrophes and I fight a broad brain with the same veins that come back for me and we want to find paths and expose laughs and live fantasies and we get caught up in the real onslaught that make the shackles bleed and hold us back, we live in lights and cry like mammals breeding we consume no food for thought, hindsight's a massive breach and we could correct but we reject no room to tackle dreams and tunnel vision keeps us hidden, don't look out, you're freaking see reality, the real inside your eyes and screaming, every demon's wanting exorcisms, bounty fees and they're all lining up to blind your eyes, drown out your screams and cut you down and pull you back no matter how you're feeling that's when you look up in the mirror and see all you're fearing it's all inside of you it's only you that's interfering you've got to fight yourself to cut your path and make the clearing that's the fight we never want to face i know you're fearing that's the fight we never want to face i know you're fearing that's the fight we never want to face i know you're fearing when you look up in the mirror and see all you're fearing that's the fight we never want to face i know you're fearing that's the fight we never want to face i know you're fearing and the album is now available for pre-sale on the hospital web shop it's called blank pages i advise you to go and have a look if nothing else check out the artwork it's ricky trickart is most inspired and check the previews of the tracks as well the whole album is a mission statement by Inja. Several tracks on the album that are produced by Pete Cannon. Massive shout out to Pete for being a brilliant producer for his contributions on this album, but also for the fact that if you check his Instagram channel, you'll see that he is gradually buying up loads and loads of like 1980s hardware since. Like the, he just bought the Korg Wave Station, which, which kind of produces of a certain vintage. We all had that in, in the 80s. And then, like, kind of got rid of it when, when we got our samplers and stuff, you know. So he's getting all of those things, like the original kind of Yamaha like reverbs. Yeah, tote, tote, but the original kind of hardware MIDI synth rack unit, you know. Incredible knack 
of always like sneaking one out just before we sign someone. He did it with Netsky and he's done it with you. This is BC Magic Words featuring Degs. I think, did technically I make this just before signing with you guys? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I remember he was like, Degs, like we need to get this done now, innit? Like as quick as possible. And I was like, why? He's like, just, just trust me. Yeah. We'll get it yeah. done. Yeah. Now it makes sense, Steve. He knows what he's doing. Was this the tune that had something to do with um, runways? Basically, this tune had a really questionable lyric. Um, I don't know if I should, should we repeat it now? I mean, it's, it's not rude. I mean, it wasn't rude. It's just like a bit of imagery. Like, let's say you're the aeroplane and your spouse is the runway. <laughs> Did you, did you land on the runway or something? Do you know what? I didn't just land in the flipping runway. I landed in the whole aerodrome. <laughs> okay, I can understand why that lyric didn't make the cut. No, I didn't. I mean, I quite liked it, but everyone else didn't. Respect for your honesty. <laughs> and that is one of the few things this year that's actually made Chris Blumartin laugh. Is that even possible? So, yeah, it is possible, and you made him laugh with that, so thank you. There is hope yet. coming towards the end of this podcast thank you for standing here with me in front of in front of like this amazing artwork that's behind us i mean you know i'm stunned gorgeous i think it's beautiful i, I really do so we're in the hospital offices or not or are we um, telling where are we telling people that we are um where do you want to be at well where'd you like to be well we don't actually know what's behind us yet. i know no we don't i know we haven't seen it yet Anyway, thank you for being here, wherever we are. Thank you very much, on, Tony. On, on this episode of the Hospital Podcast. And I think we're going to end now with uh, a tune called Flash Mob. And this is on Guidance, not the house label, the drum, the drum and bass Guidance. And it's by Ulterior Motive and Future Cut. Remember Future Cut. Jenna G Future Cut. So, uh, is there anything else that you would like to communicate at this stage before we sign off? Um, don't worry about the the runway lyric. That won't come out again. And, yeah, just everyone, if you're hot and moist, enjoy. There you go. You heard it from Degs. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.